Searching for a new home? Make todayshomebc.com your online home base. With easy-to-search listings and connections to local realtors, everything you need is under one roof. Powered by Black Press Media, you can search hundreds of local listings all in one place. Access the top real estate professionals to help you find the perfect home today at todayshomebc.com. you by Save on Foods Parksville. Take advantage of great savings each week at Save on Foods, like our unbelievable prices with Daryl's deals. And our Western family brand is always our lowest price, or it's free. Plus, redeem more rewards points for free items. Save on Foods, three great ways to save every day. Welcome to PQ Beat, the official podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. I'm Peter McCauley. Well, it's that time, our time for our biannual visit with the mayor of Parksville, Ed Maine. Hi, Ed. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Good for you. It's been a long, hot, dusty summer. It certainly has been that. It certainly <laughs> has been. Let's dive right into some questions. You serve as a director for the regional district of Nanaimo. Do you think Parksville needs more from the RDN, considering how much we are contributing in tax dollars? That's a really good question, and it's one that has troubled me since I was first elected. First off, it should be known that they're looking at the governance of the RDN as we speak. They brought in some consultants and are looking at how it's operating. There is a concern, at least from my perspective, I believe from Qualicum Beaches and from a couple of the electoral area directors in the area, the concern that it's too divided. You run all the way from Cedar to Bowser. It, it's, what, 45-minute drive from one end to the other. There are a lot of differences in that area. And then you've got this very large community called Nanaimo right in the center of it, which controls the majority of votes at the regional district. So it eliminates the ability of Parksville, Qualicum Beach to move forward on some of the things they would like to move forward if it's in conflict with the city of Nanaimo. Yes, to answer your question, it needs to be looked at. There's been discussions. Do we need to have a separate regent for, um, for Oceanside, or should it just be looked at as far as how the governance and how the voting and everything is done? Don't know the exact answer at this point. And when you say some of the electoral areas are looking at that, who in particular, and where are they in that stage as far as you know? You know, I, I can't speak for the electoral areas. It's just in general conversation. We all want to look at different changes I don't want to sit and say electoral area A is um, asking for changes or electoral area Z is looking for changes. It'll come out as we go. The taxing is significant. As you mentioned, we pay a fair amount of taxes to the regional district. Parksville comes up with the short end of the stick on things like parks. We have been paying since 1967 for regional parks. We don't have one regional park within the boundaries of the city of Parksville. We don't have any trails or pathways that are supported by the regional. All this money that's going through is going for all the other areas and not for us. We need to bring that to a head. So you're looking for some balance. Yes, that's a really good choice of words. Okay. Probably far more diplomatic. <laughs> well, speaking of balance, how have you found working with this particular council group compared with some of your, your previous council stints? And I guess it's always interesting to work with new groups of people, new perspectives. 
Sure. And, you know, it's a good question. And the fact that the expected answer is, oh, they're wonderful. They do a great job. But I sincerely mean this with this particular council. This is the best council that I have seen, not just in Parksville, but all of the various councils I've attended all the way across Canada. This group has done an amazingly good job. They have been focused. We argue and we fight. But when it's over, it's over and we get on with business. We have accomplished more in the first two years since we were elected than what most councils did in the the total of their term of four years. So I'm really, really happy to have been affiliated with this group of individuals. Lately in the news, the last uh, month or two perhaps, there's been some back and forth about Parksville contributing to the ASAR fundraising for the Qualicum Beach Operations Centre. How much assistance should the town and city be providing in those cases, do you think? Well, I I think there's some confusion as to to what was asked of Parksville and what what we said. First off, Parksville does contribute to the ASAR. We contribute probably the most, not probably, we do contribute the most of all of the uh, areas funded through the regional district because proportionately we have the largest population. So we do contribute a lot of money. But what was asked by Qualicum Beach of Parksville is would you split the DCC charges, the development cost charges that they waived because of this? And my answer is, wait a minute, when we built 222 Corfield, we didn't go to Qualicum and say, would you contribute half of the money that goes to to the DCCs that we're waiving. When we built the urgent care building uh, 11 or 12 years ago, we didn't ask for 50% of that. We all waive our own funds, and that's where it comes from. If you start doing that, where does it stop? You know, what do we accomplish by waiving DCC cost charges from one community to the next? Council was unanimous on that decision. How important is the uh, continued push for affordable housing? And how do you plan to keep attracting young families to the area? The last few years, new construction, particularly in the outlying areas like French Creek and Mm -hmm. those areas. So obviously there are more people coming to the Parksville Qualicum Beach area. You've asked a number of questions there in one. Sorry, well, let's that's take okay. them one at a time. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> let's talk about affordable housing because that's the most important one. And to me, that is the most important question for this council right now is we still don't have enough affordable housing within the, the city of Parksville. And affordable housing unfortunately has about three or four different definitions as to what it is. If you look at affordable housing by the definition of the province of British Columbia, basically it's in Parksville, it's $1,284 a month for a one-bedroom apartment. That to me is not affordable housing. There's geared-to-income affordable housing. To me, that's what we need to be looking at. Your rent doesn't exceed 30% of your income. That is how people can get ahead. We need to be working on that more. And that, to me, is going to be something in the future that I'm going to put a great deal of emphasis on. We need more geared-to-income housing. Since we were elected, we've increased the number of rental units by 900 in the city of Parksville. So prior to us being elected, the vacancy rate on rental units was less than 1%. And now... We're estimating that it's probably going to be about 3 or 4%. So by increasing the supply, you are going to hold the rents down a bit. 
rents are a direct reflection of construction costs. And so unless the governments get involved with it, the rental rates are going to be in the $1,800, $2,000 a month range. And construction costs have been on the rise since COVID-19. Absolutely. I mean, for numerous reasons, but the price of lumber went up huge in the last year and a half. It's starting to come back down a little bit. I don't think we'll ever see the days of what it was before COVID, but at this point in time, that contributes greatly to it. The amount of construction that's going on contributes to the cost of construction because it's supply and demand. If a contractor can get $300 a square foot for building that place, he's not going to do it for you for $200 a square foot. So the amount of construction in the area also contributes to the cost. Hand in hand with affordable housing goes the issue of homelessness and how council can best address the issue of homelessness in the city of Parksville. I have a standard answer for that question because, you know, I'm asked that probably more than anything else that I'm asked as the mayor. My answer is we don't have a homeless problem in Parksville. What we have is a mental health issue and we have an addiction issue. They are health issues. They need to be addressed. And if the province would put their focus on addressing those two issues, the amount of homelessness would drop dramatically in my mind. Let's take care of those individuals that through no fault of their own are out on the street right now. And sticking them in hotels at $150 a night isn't the answer. The answer is let's get the proper institutions that they need. The ones that they closed up 20 years ago, let's start re-implementing those for people with mental health issues. Let's get them back proper medications and proper disciplines and, and all the things that they need. You know, somebody with an addiction problem, they come and they say, hey, I would like to get off of drugs. The first answer they get is, well, that's eight or 10 weeks before we can get you into a rehab center. That's not what that individual needs. That person needs to say, come on with us. We're going right now and we'll take you there. Because once they've made that decision, the most difficult decision in their life, once they've made that decision, they need to be addressed right then and there. So we need to fix that. The rest of it then comes back to that 30% of income that for the um, low-income families, for the people with disabilities, for the senior citizens, those can be handled through other means. Cities can become more involved. The city can't afford to address homelessness for people with mental issues, and we can't afford to address addiction rehab. We only have $18 million a year to spend. If we spent all $18 million on those two issues, we wouldn't fix it. Those are some pretty high-profile problems, and hopefully there's some solutions down the road. What do you see as the single most important issue facing council? There's a number of issues that are going to be coming up here. First off, you know, we've got the new swimming pool and recreation centers, multiplex, if you will, that we're proposing that's on the table right now. I think that's going to be something that's going to take up a lot of airtime over the next 12 to 18 months as, as we work our way towards the next election. I do believe that we're going to have to address the concerns that some of the population may have regarding that we're overbuilding the city, which we're not, but we can talk about that if you want. 
those are the big things. And then we need to talk about the future of the island highway, the four-lane highway that goes through the center of our community and has created a problem for the last, well, since the beginning of time of Parksville. We need to look at that, and we need to have conversations about it. It's going to take a lot of time. It's not going to be done in this term. It may not even get done in the next term, but we need to start those conversations and address them. We must almost be at the construction stage for the new Memorial Park in Parksville. It was out for tender when I left for vacation. My expectation is, of course, that the uh, tenders have been received and that we're up and getting ready to go. We want to move forward on that. It's going to be a nice touch to the downtown core. A focal point. A focal point, yeah, especially with that little parkette right there up on uh, the Alberni Highway and, you know, a place for people to gather in the downtown core. A few minutes ago, I heard you mention uh, the magic word, election. Yes. It's early. It's really early. But can we ask if you're planning to reoffer? I have a standard answer for that question. <laughs> my intent is to run again, providing my health holds up. I have nothing to base that on. I'm perfectly healthy. Just lost 30 pounds in, uh, in the last few months, and I'm feeling really good. But 71 years old, you have to qualify it and say, and as long as my health is still here, I have too much to do yet. There are too many things that I want to accomplish in this community. I would like to be able to represent this city for another term. Well, Ed, I think I found 25 of your 30 pounds. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but I wanted to thank you for uh, dropping by. As always, your viewpoints on what's happening with the city is appreciated. Well, thank you. It, it's a great city. It's a great community. And especially at this time of year, walking around and seeing all the people in the parks and so on. How could you not like living in Parksville? That's Mayor Ed Main of the city of Parksville. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thanks for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we'd like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Brought to you by Save on Foods Parksville. Shop for groceries from the comfort of your living room. Let the Save on Foods team do the shopping for you with free curbside pickup from Save on Foods. It's that easy. Download the new Save on Foods app today.